You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, Episode 51. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Ia Omileti. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Arisha, spirituality, and growth. So turn up the volume in your car, put on your earbuds, grab a cup of tea or coffee for you coffee drinkers. Just grab something good to drink. It could be water. It could be water. And let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by our newest resource available, the Alejo's Guide to Godparents. Inside of Alejo's 101, there is a great new framework to a challenge that is one of the first ones that any and pretty much every new person will encounter, and that is how to get a godparent. For you, I have created the Alejo's Guide to Godparents. It answers a lot of questions that this topic gets. What is it? It's a guide. It's video, audio. It's going to basically give you the map and the keys for the vehicle of how to get a godparent. Why do you need this? If you do not have a godparent, well, that there's there's one reason. Because no matter what you want to do in these traditions, you will need someone to help you, to guide you, to uplift you, and set you up in your spiritual journey. Because if you don't get the right person for you, you will continue to be where you are without guidance and help. How do you get it? Go to arishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and click on the image that says, finally, your guide to choosing the right godparent. I tried to make it very festive. Hey, give me a little bit of credit. Watch the video and get it because it's an amazing opportunity that has come from your questions, from your experiences, from our experiences, and from my desire to see more folks finding where they belong. This is an Ask a Priest episode. For those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. This is a series that we have where you, the community, asks questions that you've always wanted to ask an Arisha priest. And now you have the chance. I'll put this on the show notes anyway, as I always do, on how you can ask your burning question for a chance to get your question answered here on the podcast. Here's the link. It's easy. It's arishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest, no dashes, just all together. With that, let's get this episode going. Michael asks, why don't priests want to help us? Okay. There is a little bit more to this question because he wrote a couple of other things. And I let me just read it to you. 
When I ask a question online, the first thing that priests tell me is to go get a godparent. And if I am online, it's because I don't have one and I need answers. Why don't priests want to help us when we're out there trying to get answers? First of all, great question. And second reaction is, whoa, <laughs> from this question, I can feel the frustration. And this is why we chose your question, because you're not alone. I'm going to go into this in parts so that we can take a brief look, because this can take forever. I'm going to do my very, very best to shorten it in a way that you will understand. So this is no particular order. No particular order. Here we go. Priests don't really have to answer anyone other than their godchildren. This sounds really harsh. I get it. But it is a reality that I want folks to internalize. Their only responsibility really and truly are their godchildren God brothers and God sisters, and the clients in the community that they serve. Now, I was trying to write like bullets of what to tell you. And I'm not sure if this one is going to be in a separate bullet, but I think it kind of fits in here really good. The truth is that many priests are online. They will take the time out of their very busy schedules. A lot of them they work, they have jobs, they have businesses, they go to school, and only very few deal with the community in a religious aspect full time. They, they have very busy schedules and they don't get anything in return other than a rare thank you. And that is even if that happens. So like I said, it's not a bullet. It's not something like, but I wanted you to know that there are people out there that really care and they take time out of their busy day to respond. But I want to go a little bit further. Many priests want to help. They want to help more than you know, but they have become a bit more reserved with how they provide information to others who are not their godchildren. That means people who are not their obligation because of many factors. This is going to be a super short list because it's just short and it's not complete, but I just want you to see. People, brand new people, go into forums and they start demanding answers. This is a no-no. It disrespects years of experience, years of sacrifice to the traditions of said priests. And I get the whole thing on why people want to go into the forums to get an answer from priests because they want to get it from the source, right? However, I also don't agree with the blind leading the blind because a lot of misinformation goes out if an alejo tries to support another alejo. So if a brand new person tries to support another one, 
it gets really tricky because sometimes the information that you are given is not the right one. And I know this because I went through this. New people, they go into forums and then they argue with priests. Here is a reality dose, and I'm known for the reality doses, but why argue back with someone who hasn't walked in the shoes, who hasn't gone through the challenge of going through the wonder? Because it's like wonder of finding these traditions, finding a godparent. For a lot of us, this is just a journey by itself. Like you can write a book on it. It's like massive. Why argue with someone? So if if you're a priest, why are you going to argue with someone who's not a priest, who has not saved up the money for their first abodes, the second abodes, then saving up money for this ceremony and that ceremony, and then for somebody who has never saved the money, the craziness of going through the ceremony of initiation, and then that's just the starting spot of the learning phase because then priests see you as well you really want to come here to ask questions and then you wonder why you haven't gotten answers when you want to fight you want to argue when people have walked the walk and that's really really hard because I know that in the beginning I've always said that my superpower is remembering where I was and I always try to speak dually, like with two heads, the head of a brand new person and the head of someone who at least has initiated. And I say that because I've only gotten nine years and I still feel like such a baby, like I know, nada. And you watch when new people are coming in and they really, really want to, I, I, I can tell you really want to, but sometimes how things go about, because we are in the internet world, it's a little bit different. I'll explain. It's disheartening. That's the best word that I can use to see how nonchalant new people, not all, not, no, not all, not new, not everybody who's new, but a lot. They come into our traditions, to our forums and pages, and they're trying to find information, which we understand, but they're not willing to heed to the advice that is given. And then just like that, poof, I need a poof sound so I could add it. Poof, they disappear. How, like, why, you know, I want to know how to lift my altar to Chang'o. And we're like, well, we really cannot do that. You have to get this. You have to get that. It is a shrine. You have to go through initiation in order to receive it. If you're in Inxiexi, you still have to receive that ceremony in order to receive Chang'o. You can't just lift an altar because it really doesn't have me up. Well, I don't want to hear that. That's not what I heard. And they disappear. Truth is, I know many priests, and I had that little thing written. And as I'm telling it to you, I'm thinking of all of their names. Many of them I've got, I'm getting to know. I, I can't say I fully know them, but I'm getting to know. And they are so giving with their time. They really are. 
And some of them take a lot of time to respond to questions. They think about the best way to deliver the information, the best way to put it so that a new person will understand. They think of the best way to explain it so that it's more than enough to set you on your way. And then those new folks are like, yeah, okay. Or not even answer and they disappear. And you're like, wait a minute, what just happened here? It's like going to a revered elder and asking them a question. And they sit back, they thoughtfully and slowly respond. And the person asking the question is like, okay, come on, hurry up. We got to do this. I got to go. And then they turn around and leave once the answer has come out with so much thought. No wonder then that revered elder will choose not to answer. And folks who seek must be a bit more willing to put more commitment in there in order to get bits of information. People think that we are going to give you all the answers in one shot. I'm like, shoot, I didn't get all the answers in one shot. It took me years to get bits and bits and bits and bits of pieces. And just one day, a couple of those pieces fit and you get this huge aha moment. But it doesn't happen all in one. It doesn't happen in one conversation. It definitely is not going to happen in one comment. Another point that I have, a bit of humility goes a long way. When you ask for help, right? You're asking for help. Let, let me go back before, before you, <laughs> I'm just trying to put this out in a way that you understand. I remember it was this brand new person who came into our Facebook group, the Orisha Wisdom Community, and she asked a question. Now, I responded with a link to somewhere that may help to get her the answer. Her response shocked me. I actually, that's why I didn't get this this post out because I wanted to find it, but I realized, you know what, it's not worth it. So I'm going to tell you what happened. I was floored. She wanted me to give her an answer and just that answer. I remember what she said. No, you don't understand. What I want you to do is to answer me this. That's exactly what the post said. And I was just, I remember for people who know me personally, my face tells it all and my mouth just opened and it stayed open. And when she did not get, the answer that she wanted. She asked, well, if it's because you just don't know, it's probably because you're not telling me because you don't know anything. I was floored. I was floored because I did answer the question, but I guess not how she wanted me to answer. And I guess I didn't answer quickly enough. A bit of humility would have gone a long way for this matter. And it would have gotten more than she was seeking because what I have found as this community continues to grow is that people are now starting to come off of the computer and they're meeting in person. 
this happened because people have taken the time to commit, to talk, to build relationships. Readings have happened. People have gotten invites to our drummings. They're hard to get, especially in the middle of a pandemic where people still have to wear masks. Yes, there have been ceremonies that are still going on and very few have gotten invites. However, from online, from our community, people have met. Do you think that anyone from the community would have actually answered this girl or invited her or say, you know what, maybe so-and-so would be good to give you a reading? Never, because humility goes a long way. I want to hone and drive this this message through. Priests do go out of their way in forms to respond. Honestly, they wouldn't even be in the forum if they're not going to help in some way. And remember what I said, the truth is they don't have to. They don't have to. They choose to. Many of them just go in because they remember they want to help or they heard a bad story and they want to want, I know priests that they're like, I just don't want people to fall into this mess. And, um, and they go online and whenever they spot that, oh, they're the first ones who are going to answer because they don't want people to fall into, I don't know, a sexual predator or a scammer. Like I'm big on scammers, as you know. And if I see something like, Hey, 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 that's no, 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 please don't do that. Cause it looks like a scam. And some people have their own passion. Some people just want to teach you about the right way to start and that's their passion. But the truth is they don't have to, but they do. And that's so amazing of them. Another portion that I want to shed a little bit of light on is commitment. Have you seen any movie? There's so many movies where a person is seeking answers. Um, I, I should have like a little notebook, like Hercules. Hercules in the cartoon, he needed to be taught how to be a god, and he went to get help. And the when I was writing this down, it reminded me so much of Karate Kid, the movie. You know, he just went to Mr. Miyagi. He wants to learn karate, like right now, because he wants to fight the bullies. But he couldn't figure out why... Mr. Miyagi did not want to, quote unquote, teach him how he wanted to learn. He wanted to learn the fighting moves and all that stuff. Learning takes time, repetition, and practice. Miyagi wanted the kid to put in his commitment to learn before he would be able to start sharing his knowledge. And he had his own methods and stuff. But this is just like that. How much commitment do you have to learn? And I don't mean, I really want this, I really want... No, seriously, how much commitment? How much commitment are you going to put in to take the time that this is going to take? I'm still learning. I've been in these traditions for more than 25, 26, when he says, I'm going to do the math folks, but I've been in this for a while. And what I learn every day is that, oh my God, I know nothing still. 
How much commitment do you have, seriously, to learn and to put in the time? Will you, how, actually, will you and how will you show these priests that you're in it for the long haul? It's tough, and it was a hard question to ask, and it takes a serious answer. A lot of people will say, don't worry, you'll find someone. We do, and they were so mean, but they're not going to break it down to the why, and I want to let the world know that there are many great priests out there. There's particular ones that I have in mind. Some of them have been in this podcast. Iya and Yacha, she didn't have to. She came online to share her story to help our community. Iya Funlayo is another one. She didn't have to, but she shares. Mr. Greg, while he was still a Yawo, he's a priest. Do you know that they take their time to share Baba, Depaz, oh my God, uh, Miss Francie, there's so many. I know them by name because sometimes we see a situation with a new folk, a new person online, and we can see the writing on the wall a mile away. And we like, okay, let's try to give this person some help. This is what we could do. Here's the plan. I'm going to type this. Let's see what happens, what other priests respond with. And then the folk either will argue back or will just come off really like, what is going on? It's not that the priests don't want to show you or anyone that they want to. It's more now that I think things are starting to shift into the right folks. This is where the building of relationships begin to happen. I have noticed I'm part of several groups, and of course, we have the Arisha Wisdom community, but I've noticed that over time, especially even during COVID, over time, priests are starting to become a little more reserved with what they share. It's not that they're being stingy. I, I have it in my notes somewhere. It, we're not hoarding information, but it just makes a little more sense to give that information to someone who may actually do something with it. It makes no sense that you are going from place to place to place to place, from forum to forum, group to group, uh, YouTuber, TikToker, whatever else, it's going to be applicable to ask the same questions over and over and over to see how many different answers you get. And then you go on your merry way. That isn't commitment. Did anyone see the movie series Kill Bill? My husband is not a fan, but oh, I love those movies. I can watch them over and over. No kids when I'm watching the movie, but I love, love those two movies. Remember when she went to Padmai? Padmai. I can't say it. Padmai. Padmai. I think it's Padmai. He didn't really want to teach her. But she stuck it out. Then he grew to love her as a student and taught her. He taught her all of his secrets. I mean, all of his secrets, especially that five-point thingy move that, that she does at the end. This is why it is so important to take the time that you need to find a godparent. Because 
they will be vested in you, in your learning, in your growth. It's okay to ask questions from a farm set of priests, right? A group, it's okay. But think about it. They are not going to be vested in you. You're not committed to them either. Here's another point. What are you willing to give back for the answers that you're seeking? And I don't mean a thank you, and then you prance away. Seriously, it's hard, right? Because at the end of the day, there may not be much that you can give back. But there are many things. People are still figuring this out, and they're still making it happen. This I could not understand early on. And I'll share with you because, you know, when I was starting out, my whole thing, and I remember I would have these deep conversations with my Alejo and Aborisha friends, of course, because they agreed with me. Like, why? Why is it that I have to do this? And why can't this person just give me the answer? I just asked them a question. Why can't they give me the answer? I couldn't get it. I really couldn't. And then I couldn't understand why many of them did not give me the time of day until I got a reading. Why? I couldn't get it. Then I went on to initiation. I'm not even counting all the ebos and readings, different priests. No, I'm just going to talk about initiation. This is where I spent thousands just on that portion and going through the ceremony and thousands of dollars. And it's like, now I'm like, wait a minute, you want me to just give you what I learned all that time? One, two, three, because you asked for it. What are you willing to put in to compensate for the time that this priest put in to learn? Yeah, it's it's kind of hard and it was really hard and I don't know if I would have been ready to hear that when I was 20, but it is such a reality. If you become an apprentice, what do you have to do to learn from that master leather shoe person, master what is that? Um I was was watching this commercial for a show. The glass blowers. Oh my God, that's amazing stuff. And sometimes you either pick it up, you go to school, or you become an apprentice. What are you willing to do to learn? It's hard. It's hard. And on top of that, this is why in Alejo's 101, I highly recommend when people are getting to know a possible godparent to spend the time and attend their events and go there with an extra set of clothes and help. Yep, pick up that broom, pick up that mop. Let's get ready to clean, wipe. What do you need for me to do? I will clean whatever and wait because that is actually a great exchange for information. You're helping to clean, to wash the dishes, to do whatever And that's when you're going to start listening to priests talk. That's a great exchange. That is something that I will never, ever down. Because whenever priests tell you, 
How are you going to pay your dues? You're like, oh, he's being mean. He doesn't want to tell me anything. It's not like that. It's just that a lot of us had to pay our dues. I remember I would have to sit very quietly because you can't be in the room, right? The room, cuarto de santo. You can't be there. That's okay. I would be in the kitchen or in the living room and I would be listening no, the TV was never on. No, we were not on our phones. We really were listening. I was trying to listen to whatever it was. And then it's interesting because it's after those events that they would say, oh, you know what this reminds me to? The time when Ochun did blah, 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 blah. And then the stories will come and you learn. But I helped to clean and wash the dishes, serve the food and do all that stuff. It was an even exchange. I'm asking everybody to not think that, oh my God, they're being so mean. We're hoarding the information for the fun of it. Our structure puts things in place to let the right people connect so that they can learn from each other. Yes, you, the brand new person, will be a teacher to the priest, as the priest will be a teacher to you. Many of us, when we become priests, we commit to helping our community. And this is a commitment that we do take seriously. However, it doesn't say anywhere we have to help all and any time they ask. In any commitment that I have done in the traditions, because there's a lot of Oaths, basically, that we commit to. None of it says, when they ask you a question, you must answer. We just have to help. And it really helps if that person who is asking is kind, is willing to give back for that information that they're seeking later on. You can feel if this relationship later on is going to jive between the both of you to make it more permanent. Because honestly, it creates confusion when you're learning from 20 different YouTubers, 100 Facebook groups, and 50 TikTokers, and Instagram, and whatever else is going to be out there. It is very, very difficult. A lot of the information that you get can be conflicting because they're coming from one source, from one lineage only. So they're going to give it to you in their perspective, in their point of view. My advice to you is to listen to this without (laughs) being so mad at me. And I'm asking you to change your perspective. It's not that priests don't want to help. Never that. It's that they have their responsibilities. They have their godchildren. They have their spiritual families, their clients, their communities, their family, family, like their blood families. And... Everybody else is secondary to those. So asking kindly and humbly is important. Being grateful is big. And sticking around to learn more while the priest sees that you're listening to the advice is major. Perhaps in the future, You might want to work with them a little bit more to have their undivided attention. 
like in a reading, or like I mentioned earlier, like helping out at, during an event. This is, well, that those two ways are great to go into the structure of how we learn here in these traditions. And on top of that, it teaches you, well, it doesn't teach you, it lets you know that person's teaching style to see if it works for you. I do know priests who are not in any forms whatsoever. And what they tell me is they don't listen. I don't know why I'm going to waste my time, my breath, when I could be doing something else for my community or my godchildren. And, or they argued back. I've gotten so many stories from priests, legitimate priests. And it's sad, I think, when the world does not know what they could learn from these priests. And it's a shame. They're in the community for a long time. There's so much that we can learn. I hope that you're not too mad at me for this response. (laughs) But I hope that, honestly, this has cleared up some of this question for you. It's not that we want you to not get your answers. Not at all. We are so excited as a community to see it grow and grow and grow. It is great that this is expanding to all parts of the world. So why would we want to keep you in the dark? That makes no sense. But there is a way of going about it. If it's not working for you, perhaps check your approach. Check to see how you think of the response. How long have you been in that forum before you asked a question or things that you have, have you even contributed? Have you answered back to other people? Have you welcomed anybody else? Have you agreed or shared your experiences? This is what's going to start to build if you are asking questions online. We have reached the end of this episode I know this question had a lot of emotion in it. When I read it, I could feel the frustration. But honestly, I am so glad that you asked this question. I want you to know that you are not the only one who has asked this question. Know that if you seek the knowledge, you will find it. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash the number five one. Quick update. Yes, Orisha swag is underway. I have been getting ready, taking pictures, getting things up and getting them ready. T-shirts and mugs are going to be available in like the coolest of ways. Keep listening and I'll be sure to announce the date to keep an eye for it. I can't wait. I will, I promise I will get this out to you with at least a release date soon, 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 soon. I've been working. I know that I'm also trying to work on art things. Like the last one that I finished was this 
you know how you write obatala this one was done intricately and it just came out gorgeous gorge gorge it looks so good on a mug and a t-shirt and i'm so so excited so everything is going to be available in the etsy store first and then on the site once it's finished i'm still working on the site i actually worked on it this weekend at least a little bit so it's going to be done and if you love Arisha Wisdom, there will be shirts and mugs just with the Arisha Wisdom logo. I'm I'm very, very excited about this. And remember, if you want jewelry that is Arisha inspired, get yours by going there because I am not designing anymore for the time being. And yes, they're all made by hand, not by some big jumbo company overseas. Some of you have already been taking advantage of that and you're starting to see that the listings are not being renewed so good for you because you're getting the last of what was created i have some ring blanks left where i can get orisha names on them and other sayings and they are adjustable so get them they're less than 15 bucks it's a really really good but i want to focus more on the art portion and on Alejo's 101 and the teaching aspects. So unfortunately, one has to go. And there goes that. As you know, I had three live classes and yes, they are done. If you are interested in learning more and having individual and group help in learning about the Orisha traditions about the Orishas, about our events and how to work with Orisha priests, then go to my info link to get more information, which is orishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti. So that's I-Y-A-O-M-I-L-E-T-I because I have already been asked, I'm going to let you know, no, I don't have any live classes scheduled. I'm sorry. Only the replay that is out there is only available until midnight of Wednesday or 12 a.m. Thursday morning, depending on how you look at it on the 18th. And that's where you can find it. If you have found value in what I do and the content that I create, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Omileti. You'll have access to the podcasts before they are published and other perks and since I am new to it, maybe you guys can help me craft a really, really good Patreon program. And I love getting feedback from all of you. As you know that this will help to support the podcast and only if you can help so that I can create more content. If you like this episode and you found it valuable for your spiritual growth and your journey, share this podcast so that someone else can also get out of it, especially this episode. And if you can, a couple of minutes on iTunes to give us a review would be phenomenal. If you're on YouTube, like the episode, subscribe, click on that little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when a new video is uploaded and remember to visit the info link for our newest resource out there which is the Alejo's guide to godparents that is amazing and so you know 
it's also something even bigger that is coming up, which is the journey to God parent, which is going to be so intense, so big. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will go through another of your questions from Ask a Priest. I can't wait. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Arisha bless you immensely. Odabo. Thank you for listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.